Welcome to the latest edition of the North vs. South podcast with myself, State, and my co-host, Heath. How are you, Heath? I'm really well, mate. I'm really well. How are you? Uh, grand, grand indeed. Lovely to be recording on a lovely summer's day in May. And yeah, the birds are singing. Everything's going nicely. And FPL, well coming to the end of another FPL season and we've got excitement it's uh got lot, lots to be happy about at the moment so I heard you had a, a good weekend Heath a, a good Sunday I think it's it's probably a good time to thank some people right now I'm gonna thank Mike Matthews Liam Spence Lee Heffer and Christopher Harrigan for putting on a fantastic stag related do on Sunday um, I mean, all three of them deserve uh, my thanks, but also Chris specifically because he organised it on Sunday. I was very, very privileged to go to the Watford uh, Leicester game, ignore the result. And we were in the VIP kind of box area. I had a lovely steak dinner beforehand. A few beers, some wine. Steak. Yeah, lovely what, steak. Watford should spend more money on the players instead of your giving you all the mistakes, <laughs> they might have had a chance of staying up. That, that explains everything. <laughs> the, best, the best thing was at half-time, after you've had a steak dinner before the game, you come back at half-time and they've given you like a little Watford sausage roll, like a chorizo sausage roll. They don't mess around with these guys. Chorizo sausage roll, they don't mess around. You've just seen your team lose 5-1 at home. Everyone's pissed off apart from me and my mates because <laughs> obviously <laughs> the results shit, but here's what it is. And uh, we, there's a nice little kind of cheese board with some grapes, oh, <laughs> way of kind of getting over the result. And then just to kind of add to that, you know, without kind of going a bit too deep here, but a, a lifelong dream was then secured by the fact that one of the guys came up to us asking us if we wanted to go on the pitch, take a penalty. We went on the pitch, took penalties, and uh, fortunately I scored. And yeah, I'll never forget it. And like I say, thank you to, to Chris for organising. Thank you for the guys for coming. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's put me in a, a, like a permanent good mood. But yeah, and then this Saturday, That's I've got, changed. yes, this Saturday, I've got my proper stag do, it, which, which should be incredible. Oh, um, hey. stay exciting. I am so excited. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. I mean, this is our, this is our big, I'm committed to the cause. I'm at an all day wedding on Friday. So like two o'clock onwards, I'm going to be drinking this Friday until late into the night. And then I've got a train at five to seven in the morning to get so I can get down to London for 10 o'clock so that I can come and destroy your sorry ass. That's what's going to happen. Okay. So I think, I think I, this is a little reveal on the podcast, right? This is an exclusive. There should be something in the mail right now. First class should be on its way to Murfield, right? Oof. Here it comes, right? I know, well, you guys who are listening, you can't see this. Uh, maybe we'll post it, but hey, oh, this is mine. <laughs> excellent. I hope so, mine says FPL Northerner on it instead. Of course, mate. And then the back. Oh, so, look at that. That is fantastic. You'll, you'll see, so, you'll see just to describe a little bit, guys, Heath is just modeling our, our t shirt, um, uh, the North versus South official merchandise t shirt our podcast and it, it looks good to be honest with you and he's um, even got his name and number on the back of it that might explain yeah I think I 
couldn't think for whatever reason what you wanted my home address for. I could only think of bad things to be fair when it came to it. So, um, so you know, obviously it's not. But obviously, you've obviously matured a lot more than what I thought. To be fair, because I was I was expecting some some strange coming through. But yeah, I look forward to receiving that. And um, who knows? I might, might might have to wear it on on Saturday for a little while. If it, you know? if, it if it arrives, mate, in time, then it's uh, it'd, be, it'd be pretty tempting for both of us, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, but no, then it's... again, yeah, I don't want to be labelled the same as the stag, you know, and that could happen if I turn up the same t-shirt. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need that sort of pain on me. Not not this weekend, <laughs> mate. We're representing the podcast. That's what we're doing on 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 Saturday. That's what we're doing. It's nothing about the stag, dude. It's all about. I'm the representing the podcast. You're representing a soon to be dead man. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, so yeah, but yeah, I can I, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, now that looks great. Looking forward to receiving mine, and um, I'll I'll make sure I wear it and see what the missus' reaction will be as well. She'll just be what what is going on. Well, obviously that's the exclusive. Uh, there yeah. is another exclusive coming up later on when we talk about the the FPL North versus South uh, League and Cup. There is a, another exclusive coming up, so you're going to have Excellent. to wait for that one. You will. And in terms of um, you know, he's sort of giving you a little bit what we'll go through today. There, um, our agenda as as always is game week review. So review of the week, which is still an ongoing game week, but then we're into week 37. It's pretty it's, much over, isn't it, mate? Well, yeah, I think you you need some you need something called a miracle, but miracles really can do. happen. So, you know, I wouldn't I'm not counting my chickens just yet. Not at this stage of the season. I'd be a lot more cockier if we had 10, 11 game weeks to go, but because we don't, it is crucial. And I'm it, I think it's even more crucial for me this game week because you've got a chip in the last game week which we'll get on to later we're gonna have our michael Keane shit list we've got the north versus south mini league updates which is both league and cup so that's to come then we're gonna do our little feature for the day this game week is the final game of the season predictions so me and Heath will go through sort of european places relegation title he's added something on called nutmeg champions which he's got a story i think there to tell us about and then we'll go into our game week preview as well so yeah i'm think that pretty much covers us all for it but yeah an exciting podcast ahead of us and i'm sure we've, we've got plenty to discuss plenty plenty of laughs to have as well and if there's any further sort of comments in about Heath stag dude don't you worry guys i'll be updating you on our last podcast of the season to tell you how it all went as well nice should we get started review of the week Heath? um so just for everyone who doesn't know this podcast again where have you been all season if you don't but me and Heath can only pick from 10 teams each. I've got the 10 most Northern, so I've got Norwich, Wolves, Leicester, and everyone above. Heath's got from Aston Villa and everything below that. Um, those are the teams we can pick from. That's been like this all season. Heath, take it away. How's, how's your game week going, pal? Yeah, it could be better, mate. I I, I, I took a minus four, and I, I felt <laughs> like I wanted to make the most of the doubles. So I brought in Ings and Anderson for Dennis and Walker Peters from, yeah, like I say, from minus four. Currently on 30 points. Martinez with three points with another game against Burnley at home. Kind of one of those ones where I'm kind of hoping Burnley win. But if they don't, obviously a nil-nil would be perfect just because I've got Martinez and I've got Luca Din. Luca Din got got uh, an assist, so he got six points. And Anderson currently on two points. He's got Everton away in his second game. I've also got three Chelsea players who've all got to play Leicester at home, Alonso, James, and Esprit Equator. And I'd be lying to you if I was if I yeah, if I I'd be lying to you if I was if I felt confident that all three will play. 
I feel like maybe one might get rotated, but I couldn't tell you which one because Tuchel's kept me, uh, yeah, kept me like like Klopp. And, uh, That'd be perfect because Kulisevsky's your first sub yeah. and got zero <laughs> points because he came on for 11 minutes and got a yellow card. Got a booked, yeah, good, good man. But um, yeah, no, Saka, he got two points. Obviously, Arsenal had a bit of a disaster against Newcastle. Zaha was lively but didn't do anything against Aston Villa. He got two points, still got the Everton game. So, you know, they, although Everton are at home, I would never rule out Zaha. He's someone who can go away from home and, and score yeah. big, you know, against anyone, really. Uh, Sun is my captain, three, three points from him, so six, which was obviously not welcome from my perspective, but I can't get greedy. He's been incredible for me recently, and... I'm sure he'll be brought up later on in the game week preview for game week 38. Um, that, um, that's a, the most obvious selection in the history of mankind <laughs> coming up in the game week preview. I'll actually announce that one for you if you'd be like, that's fine. Then I've got Harry, good old Harold, Sir Harold Kane, uh, seven points. He took his penalty, scored his penalty. Uh, ultimately, it looked like a penalty to me, to be fair. I, I think yeah, just because it was Ashley tough. Barnes, and Ashley Barnes is a bit of a scumbag, isn't he? So it's like <laughs> happy days just to see him kind of like wobbling around the pitch. I say wobbling, he's probably like 10 times, well, I say 10, 100 times fit than I am. He's probably a lot slimmer than I am. If I was in his position, I'd be wobbling a hell of a lot more, but he's a professional footballer. He shouldn't be wobbling. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he definitely wobbled. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he is the archetype kind of, you know, scummer and, you know, lower league player who somehow made it to the Premier League. He actually hit the post in the second half and was pretty unlucky with that chance. If they had scored that, that would have made the relegation situation even more interesting for the weekend. But we'll come to that again. But Danny Ings, again, he's looked really lively recently. That's the reason I brought him in. He's, he's got a second game against Burnley at home. He should uh, have had three goals in that I know, game. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, that's right. He, but, I mean, you know, it's, I think lots of people, and to be fair, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, yeah, Danny Ings would be a shooting goal for it. You know, he'd he look, he look dangerous in the Liverpool game as well and a few others. He just needs to get one in back in net. And he, he could have had two or three. And, um, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been a surprise. So, you know, I think the, the chances are there for him. He's just not getting them in the, in the back of the net, really. Exactly, exactly, mate. So I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that Burnley game. I mean, I did just say I would like a nil-nil, but actually I forgot. I think I forgot that I had Danny Ings. So <laughs> five nils to Aston Villa and Ings yeah. with five. Uh, well, actually, yeah, and Luca Din. Actually, I'd probably take Luca Din five goals and Danny Ings five assists. I'll take that. Or maybe Martinez some assists, who knows. Um, but anyway, so Kulazewski on my as my first sub, he, he potentially could come off. Chelsea player doesn't play. Zero points. Luke, um, Luke, <laughs> Luke, Tony. Luke, Tony. What a player. He was a great, a good, yeah, he, he had some ability. That guy up top, you know, good, good, good in the Italian league. I Things he, like, yeah, anywhere else, but yeah, yeah. He, uh, Ivan Tony, just the two points. Game looked lively. Brentford had a fantastic game the other day. I mean, they 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 look really, really good again. And they've probably, you know, I hate to say it, I, not like I got a grudge against Brentford, but. When you come up with a team and they're on par with you and they do better than you, I think you have a, a bit of a resentment for them. You know, and I know that a lot of kind of neutrals have probably really enjoyed Brentford this season, but I look at them and I just think, oh God, you know, especially their manager. The manager's one of those managers he's, he, he loves a moan. So you, you straight away put them off. But as, as, they, as they played this season, to be fair to Brentford, 
they have been very, very good and, and good fun to watch. So he got two points. Uh, you know, obviously Foster was on my bench for zero points. What a disaster he had. And yeah, Bowen. Here we Jared, go. Jared we go. Bowen. This is this is me on the shit list potentially. Fourteen points for Jared Bowen against Man City away. I honestly, this is why I said shit shitless contender. Say if you put me on my shit, if you put me on your shit list for that. Uh, if it was anyone but Man City or Liverpool, I would. Do it home though, West Ham. Uh-huh. Okay, but yeah, but it's still it's still playing against Man City or Liverpool. I would say home or away. I, I I'm not going on a shit list for putting in my third sub, but he certainly probably. Well, I'd say he certainly won't be my third should, sub. On putting him as your Sunday. third sub, I think you should because like everyone knew Kulusevski was ill, not looking likely. Um, you know, I think yeah, I think you know with Bowen, he's always still got a chance to score. I mean, his stats don't lie this season, and you, you know, and if you look at him as well, he's done well against the, some of the big, the better teams as well. He got, you know, earlier in the season, two assists against Liverpool. He got a goal and assist against Chelsea in one of the games. Um, you know, he's 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 got regular points, you know. So I think even against, you know, decent, some of the decent sides. So I just think, you know, with his current form, I mean, having him third sub was just, ah, yeah, I just didn't, didn't feel it myself. I, I've got Bowen, I've got Bowen in my draft team and, you know, he's obviously come up front for me and that, so I'm at it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, mate. Like, I... I... I did my team before Kulisewski was announced as not playing. So he he was my first sub anyway. Then someone said he wasn't going to play at all. And I thought, well, that's fine because nothing changes here. You know, I'm I'm happier to have, you know, Ivan Tony playing against Everton than Jared Bowen playing against Man City. But again, like you learn these mistakes, you make these mistakes, you learn the fact is that Jared Bowen's had an incredible season. And if he didn't get injured at that period and his form slowed down a bit, I wouldn't even thought about it. It's like it's a bit like Saka. I mean, Saka's mm. form's been incredible, but he's just had a couple of games now, or maybe a few games, where his form's just dropped off a little bit, and now he's no longer kind of like a definite starter for me personally. So yeah, I think I think I think Bowen will, will go in the last game. Again, we'll get to that later on, but I think that the weird the goals were weird as well. Both of them were virtually the same. High line by Man City. Him yeah. beating the, the offside trap. Uh, I mean, I know Man City have got a weaker back four than normal, but Pep instills his discipline into his back five that yeah. it's very rare they concede more than one goal. And if they do, it's normally against the better teams. But that was a very, very odd situation to be in against West Ham. And, and fair play, they came back and showed a lot of character to, to fight back yeah. and get, 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 the, get the point. Probably Maris scored the penalty, would have got the free. But um, yeah. End of the day, it just makes the game week 38 where it makes last game of the season a lot more yeah. interesting with them dropping points Definitely. against West Ham. So, yeah, that that was that was my that was my team, and, and like I say, I'm on 30 points at the moment. It's going to be a big ask to to catch State if I'm being honest, but we'll, we'll find out about his team in a second. But at the same time, you know, a couple of weeks ago, well, a few weeks ago, I was I was you know kind of always in second place always looking to try and get in there and I kind of I think I had it in my mind last week I was going to lose the week which I did this week I was hoping I would win the week but De Bruyne's form and people like that you know you just always think ah what chance have I got now I'm looking well if I don't win this week hopefully my triple captain Spurs at home to Norwich they've got to win and they've got to be comprehensive they can't allow they've got nothing to play for after if Son or Kane 
mean, you need them to win, not they've yeah. got to win. Yeah. And they, they, well, they can actually draw, can't they? Goal difference wise, I think they've got better goal difference than Arsenal. So a draw is probably fine, but they yeah. can't afford to lose. And don't think the fans would be happy if they settled for a draw. So I would expect them to go at Norwich hard and get a few goals, I hope. Um, because, I mean, but Norwich, again, they, they showed a bit of fight against Wolves. First bit of fight I've seen in them for a few weeks. So we'll see, mate. But what about your team? How, how did it look for you? Yeah, it's going well at the moment. We've been teams doing, doing good. I'm on, um, I'm on 67 points at the moment, but I've got seven points to come in. Um, so I'll be up to 70. Officially, I'm up to 74. And still with some people left to play a second game. So I just made the one game we transfer. I brought Mane in for Salah, which I thought Mane might still play, but obviously it didn't happen. I knew Salah wasn't going to play after the cup final and him hobbling off. So that didn't quite pay off. Then again, I'm fancying Mane still in the um, in the in the final game. And I don't think Salah will play necessarily in the final game, to be honest with you. I think they'll they'll rest him because I still think they'll have enough without him to, to beat Wolves. But yeah, Edison just got me the one point. Obviously, Man City um, conceded a, a couple of goals. Um, he didn't have any sort of saves um, to add any points on. Cancelo, just the one point. Van Dijk, he's got zero points. He hasn't played, so he's going to be coming out for Nathan Collins, who's got two points so far for Burnley, and they've got another game to play. Burnley could sneak a clean sheet against Villa or lose, and he gets a goal. That would be nice. Big man last night, Joel Matip. Coming up, Trumps again. Two goals in his last two games. Three bonus points yet again. You know, the guy's on form. And, um, Five points, you know, he's, something million as well, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. So I've had him for the last, few, for the last like three or four weeks now. It's been a, a good bit of business from me. And he got me 11 points there. So that's, you know, big big scoring from him, which is good. Damari Gray just got the one point against um, Palace. He only played 18 minutes. Against Brentford, sorry, he only played 18 minutes. But they've got Palace to play. Mane didn't get any points, so he's going to be coming out. And this is this is a little bit lucky, but Gelhart from Leeds, he got the assist at the end, and that's five points coming on for Mane. So that's a, a nice bonus that I wasn't expecting, to be fair. So so that's gone well. De Bruyne only got the two points for City. Obviously had a, a quieter game compared to the, the previous week, obviously, which, um, to be fair, I think any most, most, game, most of it was always going to be quieter than scoring four goals the previous game week. Anthony Gordon, two points for Everton against Brentford. He played 71 minutes. Um, they've got Palace again, so hopefully he'll get might get some points there. James Madison, great game week from him. But, you know, bit of form coming into the end of the season, 15 points, a goal and two assists and two bonus points from him. Um, I think he probably deserved the three bonus points, probably, but um, you know, never mind. Then to my strikers, Timo Puki. Eight points. He got a goal and two bonus points for Norwich in their draw, which was great. And then my captain, I captained Jamie Vardy. He got two goals and three bonus points. So he got 13 points. He's up to 26. Vardy and Madison both still got a game left to play against Chelsea. Will he, will he both play again? Because he has he has been rotating, but I think, you know, I reckon they will they will play again. They haven't got a European final to worry about. I don't don't know if he'll play Vardy. I think Madison will play it, but but I, you know, I really hope for him to just play them both, to be fair, and sort of try and keep finishing the season strong. The other good thing about it is, you know, this game could definitely come back, come to overall points. So I could really do with all my players who are doubling up in the next day or so, doubling up and scoring some good points to, to give me a, a good cushion going into that last game week with you having your triple captain. So 
on the bench, McGovern didn't play. He's not played a single one all season. Nil points from him. Brandon Williams didn't actually play for, for, for Norwich either, so nil points from him. But yeah, so we're going to be up on 74 with some players to play, so hopefully we can see that. You know, if, if Bardi can play and get a, a goal or two again, you know, we might get even close to a, a, another ton week. Um, just um, anything anything um, additional will be will be handy to have to give me the game we win, which hopefully will happen. But like I said, I'm not quite counting my chickens yet. I think it's um, it only takes, you know, all three of Chelsea players to play, keep clean sheets and um, Ings to score and, you know, a goal. So I suppose the good thing that I've got is that Young got captain. So yeah. they will have to... They will have to do more than just get clean sheets your Chelsea lads I'd expect to be fair for that to happen so yeah, yeah we'll see I, I would need like Reese James and Alonso to, to kind of get forward a bit get a goal and assist or something yeah, bonus points that kind of stuff really it's, it's a really long long uh, and I think just because of the gap between both our teams this week in, in the sense of points I think I've got a hell of a lot to make up to have any chance of winning I mean we're, we're gonna if, if I win obviously I'm gonna draw Overall, but yeah. you know, to get more points will be a miraculous comeback in that last game week. But yeah, we, we we'll see, we'll see. I, I'm not confident, but at the same time, you know, stranger things have happened. I think last couple of week, weeks before, it seemed like it was I was odds on to win, but a Kevin De Bruyne masterclass last last week was not on my agenda, and obviously that's kind of what swayed this really. So. I mean, I'm not just saying him, but I'm saying you've, you've made some really good decisions in the, the back well, end of the season. Yeah, he, well, he got me. He got me 60 points out of my 130 plus. So you know, it was a, a big, a big move, and that's what you got. I mean, I know others contributed that game week, but yeah, I made the right captain choice. And um, when he when he pulls in, you know, that sort of performance, and you know, gets you 60 points in a game week up from one player alone, you know, you know, you're gonna. Probably have a decent game week at the end of the day. To be fair, yeah, so, exactly. exactly. Um, so it's so it's good, but um, but yeah, no, we've got a we've got a, it's still all it's all to play for. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, hopefully I should get this game week, which will put me three points clear and also increase my overall points tally difference. I'm, I'm hoping I can get a, a sort of good if I can get a 40, 50 point lead, it'd be great. I don't know if I'll be able to get that, but um, yeah, it's gonna all come down to that last game week still, which um, which is what we all wanted. mate and like I say beginning of the season if you'd have said to me you know one game week to go and it's all to to play for I would have literally ripped your hand off and taken it because this season it's been such a funny season in the sense of FPL and individuals playing the way that they're playing but the fact that we've somehow been able to have game weeks where you've smashed me I've smashed you through Salah and Liverpool and Man City and, and for me Tottenham and Arsenal and Sun and Kane just been unbelievable how it's worked out it's almost like the footballing gods are looking down at us and and saying we need to make this podcast even more interesting than it already is which is hard to imagine i don't know how they've done it but it somehow (laughs) has made it more interesting but yeah well the the wonders yeah it's good and and this season will go down in 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 history because if we you know continue doing this i don't think you can ever have something like this again where it's this close last season obviously I think that it was it was pretty much done and dusted going into last game. I think, but I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, you tell me. But it was. Yeah, but yeah. Well, anyway, we we I suppose although I'm in a good mood still, I think we should probably move on to uh, the the negative part of our podcast, which is our our Michael Keane named shit list. We have to name five 
players or, or five things or, or, or something that's basically irritated us throughout the, the game week. And, um, and they, they, they deserve to basically be put on this, this list of ours. So I guess we'll have to go with the, probably the happier of the two of us right now in the sense of FPL and that's state. First person on the shit list is Riyad Mahrez. You know, really, you, you should be just finishing the penalty. There's no excuse for missing the penalty. And, um, you know, you, your teams then only need to draw in the last game of the season to win the league instead. You know, you, you give yourself a little bit more of a, a risk by needing to make sure you get the win. So Riyad Mahrez, I think, will be on a lot of people, a lot of seat shit lists. He'll be on a lot of, um, be on, if we were doing a hit list this week, Liverpool fans would be, you know, sending him to the to the gods and saying, yes, you, you come along, son. But again, I've got a, it's been the last three weeks, it's been a theme, uh, Leeds have been doing it, but red cards happening at the moment, you know, and teams just making these mistakes and costing themselves. Everton were the, the culprits this week at home against Brentford, you know, the 1 0 up. I think, you know, they were personally, you know, in charge. I mean, I know they went 2 1 up as well, but, you know, Brantford, he's got the wrong side, it's a big mistake, and then he's pulled him down. Red card, I don't think he can really argue about that. Then, obviously, Rondon, what's Rondon doing? I mean, it's a typical striker's <laughs> tackle, that is. Yeah, it was actually ridiculous. pathetic I mean, how he did it. You just, you'll... Yeah, and he, he knew it was stupid as soon as he did it, but I mean, I mean, he didn't, I, I know that he didn't, have, he didn't have, you know, intent to go and hurt someone. It was just a really bad, stupid striker's tackle. Like, you sort of look at footballs and you think, but and I, I always think to myself, though, Every football should be able to tackle at, at you know professional level. You know they shouldn't be that stupid. You know, but he seriously looked like he'd been someone who'd ignored any lessons on defending through his entire life and tackling, and then just jumped in like yeah, I'd expect my three-year-old to tackle better than that. To be fair, and you know and he has no idea really. So it was just so stupid. So I think mean, you know Rondon's definitely on there for a stupid, stupid red card. Uh, that that's for sure. Absolutely ridiculous uh, moment, to, to be honest with you. Brighton are on my shit list. reason Brighton are on my shit list is, well, we learned to finish teams off. You know, you've had chances. You should have scored some goals. You should have had more than one. You should have been out of sight by the time Leeds get an equaliser right at the death. And also learn to shut up shop properly. What are you doing? You have disappointed the entire world in football by giving them boys a chance of staying up there. You know, you beat them, and guess what? Burnley are above them, you know. it's And, you know, on goal difference, then all Burnley need to do is get a, the same result as Leeds in the last game, and Leeds are down on goal difference at a bare minimum. But no, you've given them a chance. You've caused Burnley a lot of problems. And, you know, Burnley have got an old game in hand still, but really, Brighton, you could have done the world a favour and relegated those buggers. I'm not just saying that because I dislike Leeds. I'm saying it as well because... Do kind of want a bit more of a Yorkshire League next season in the Championship with my boys coming up. I know it's probably six points in Leeds' pockets; so they'd be happy about that. But still, to just sort of say when Leeds fans are being dickheads, I'm like, you're still in the same division as Rotherham United, you tossers. So you're not, like, <laughs> uh, you know, shuts shuts them up a little bit, doesn't it? So, so yeah, Brighton, Brighton were on there. The only other sort of, I mean, Heath, yeah, you, I, I, I won't put you. Jared Bowen because you know you should just put yourself on be a man about it you shouldn't need me to do it for you um and then you know I would um only other sort of thing I'd probably say as well 
maybe maybe Watford, you know, you should be on a shit list. Why didn't you let Vardy get three or four goals? You know, you could have easily done that, given him a bit get more a bit, bit more chance, you know. You, you were you were gifting him, him anyway. So what's the difference in giving him two? You may as well give him four or five. That that'd be you know, so there you go. But I think yeah, it's difficult on the shit list this week, you know. I mean Arsenal sort of had a poor performance. I'm a bit peed off with all people slating Arsenal about it because, yeah, they've had a bad game then and obviously Spurs game didn't go well, but look where they've come this season to where they were last season, you know. They were eighth last year. This year, they've got a, they're going to they're gonna end up fifth probably in the league. They could still end up fourth. It's an improvement for them. They've got a very young side, very young squad, probably. I think it's the youngest squad in the Premier League, you know, that they're still learning, growing, they're developing. I mean... The thing you should be slating Arsenal for is the January sort of transfer window where they let go of a shitload of players on loan or sold them or let them go on a free and didn't replace them, so they made the squad thin. That's where they have fucked up um, recently, Arsenal, is that. Not really necessarily about where they're coming in the league. They're having a good season and in terms of improving. If you want to talk about... If you want to slag a club off that have done bad from, from last season to this season, it's not Arsenal. Arsenal have improved. Man United are the ones who've done shit. They've gone from second in the league to eighth. So, you know, or six or seventh, you know, whichever they end up finishing. So I think some pundits and fans probably would be on my shit list for for, for, for slagging up Arsenal too much. And that, that finishes me off with the shit list. Right, it's a shame that you, you didn't finish off on Watford because I could have gone nicely into my shit list. My shit list comprises of five Watford players. So it's basically... Only five. Yeah, five. So Ben Foster, stinker for the second goal, gave Vardy a goal. I mean, realistically, you don't come off your line, don't go to punch it. Basically, he's got to get under control. He's got a defender next to him. He doesn't He doesn't get as an easy chance. He probably still he has a good chance to, to have a shot on goal. It doesn't mean he gets as easy a chance as you've, gave, as you've given him. So that was a stinker for that goal. There we go to Jeremy Ngakia, who actually had quite a decent game. Apart from Harvey Barnes's goal, I mean, where were you, mate? You know, it's second half. You're completely out of position after the, the centre circle kick. I mean, where have you gone, mate? It, it's just simple, simple stuff, really. Obviously, as I said earlier, my bad mood at Watford was taken over by the good mood, considering how well the day went for me personally. But the team in, in general, I know we're playing a, a second slash third eleven, but you know, these, these guys are probably going to be playing next season. Some of these guys will be expecting to be in the Premier League. They'll expect to get a move back into the Premier League or be playing every week in the Championship. And they've just showed absolutely no quality whatsoever. So Ben Foster for the, for the Vardy goal. Ngakia for the Harvey Barnes, the third goal. Then we move on, Adam Messina, who again was covering a lot on the centre-backs, but at the same time, he made a dreadful mistake for the first goal. He collided with Craig Kafka and just, just yeah, made a, an absolute clangor of one. I mean, we, we, we could have been 2-0 up, could have even been 3-0. You know, it was just, we were playing fine. Leicester were the better team, we were playing fine. The fact is that these defensive mistakes just, just compound what has been an awful season for us, really. Then, uh, Ada Kayembe, a holding midfielder, gave the ball away, you know, for the for the second goal as well. Basically, it's just an easy five, ten-yard pass. State and I can do that on dodgy pitches on a, on a Saturday or Sunday, no problem. Definitely. You know, this 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 guy, I don't even know 
much about him. I've never heard of him before he joined Watford. I've got to be honest with you, he's been here for a season or half a season. I don't even know if he joined at the beginning of the season or half a season because I couldn't care less about this guy because he's made no impact whatsoever. And I see him live in person. He's okay. He's a holding midfielder. He looks scared of the ball. The ball comes to him. He gets rid of it as quickly as possible. He then gets casual, makes mistakes, costs us goals, and you're going, okay, well, apparently he's going to be around next season, which is worrying. <laughs> then, then last but not least, and I do feel sorry for him because he wasn't meant to start the game, but Craig Kafka, I mean, this guy, oh. you know, he, oh, Craig. Oh. I, I think I think he's he's always been a championship slash Premier League defender, low Premier League, high championship, and he's got a lot of quality. He's very... Very good professional. I really like him as a person. He's he's done a lot for Watford, just like Ben Foster, to be fair. So I'm not going to, you know, I don't hold grudges against him or anything like that. But Craig's Kafka's probably got to put his hands up and say, I've had a bit of a mare this season, which is fair enough. Maybe it's one season too many for him. Um, but this game against Leicester, he's sitting well and truly top of the shit list because first goal is only his indecision that's led to Messina coming round to collide heads and basically both go up for the header. Kafkart wins the header. Now, even if Messina's not there and, it, and Kafkart wins the header, that header's going backwards towards on-running Yuri Tulemans. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's, it's poor. It's just, oh, it's, it's completely, you know, and he's, he's meant to be a professional of many years. You know, you shouldn't be making those types of mistakes. And then there's the, basically, I think it was the fourth goal. I mean, Jamie Vardy again, you know, gifted goals. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, without Watford's defence and holding midfielder, I would have a chance this week. But they've gifted goals to both Vardy and Madison, which has led to State being in a situation where he's most likely going to have to win the league from here. If he doesn't, I mean, it'd be a real disaster and, and State would have to put himself on his own shit list if he doesn't win. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You'll be saying stuff like that when you've got a, when you've got a cheeky little um, number called a triple captain card on <laughs> Don't you start being, look at you, playing mind games. Mind games, mate. Have, have, you, have, you turned in, have you turned into Nathan Jones overnight or something? Hmm. Is that what you're telling me? Because... That's what it sounds like a little bit to me. You, you try to be Nathan Jones and sort of say, oh, the, the pressure's all on everyone, on them, you know, and all that stuff. Don't be giving me that bullshit, boy. I tell you, I'll have you. I'll have you. I, 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 I do, actually. I'm glad you brought Nathan Jones up, actually. Um, we this, this 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 season and, you know, previous season when we got relegated, the Luton Town fans have enjoyed it. So I'm going to have to say it. I'm sorry to you know Luton Town fans out there but I'm gonna have to say it that was absolutely brilliant and to Huddersfield Town fans and Huddersfield Town thank you very much you've made football just complete for another season the idea of that shithole being in the Premier League would be a disaster I mean the fact is you're going to go into like some residential house to get into that ground which is just um yeah it's just an awful awful place well, I didn't want to be picking them either. I didn't want to be picking players from Luton because they no. would have come to me if they'd have come up. Yeah, exactly. And the idea that, you know, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but Nathan Jones had a little bit of a cry that he didn't get to the Premier League. Didn't even get to Wembley. You know, it's not like he didn't get to the Premier League. Didn't even get to Wembley. Missed yeah. out, you know, in the semi-final. I mean, no one remembers a semi-finalist, right? But um, nah, no, I, I, was, I was very happy about that. And, and 
that's where the, the north south divide come together and we all go for the northern team there <laughs> yeah definitely definitely nothing to do with my shit list but just thought yeah. i'd put that out there i agree i was yeah i agree with you good good to know and um yeah, I mean, I, I work with three Huddersfield Town season ticket holders. They're very happy people at the moment. Um, one of them's not as happy because he's on holiday for the for the final. Bad planning, but you know, never mind. He'll he'll get over that. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was funny to just see how bitter it was. After. It was quite bitter after the first leg, saying, "Oh, we should have had a penalty." Yeah, Huddersfield Town should have had two penalties. You know, Huddersfield Town should have had a penalty. But Luton did have the chances in that second leg. First half of that second leg. They were all over Huddersfield and they didn't take the chances and they got punished for it at the end. And that's how it that's how it goes, to be fair. So, you know, you just gotta hold your hands up, say, right, other team have put the ball in back in it more than us. That's all it takes. It's one of those ones where it's like, because they're our rivals, I've always thought the people dislike them as much as we do. And they don't. There were some people this season saying, I hope Luton come up because you know it'd be great to see a small club in the Premier League. I was thinking that's not what you say about us and Fulham and Norwich. You're always slagging us off going, I hope they go out the cha- go down to the championship because we need some bigger clubs. It's Come like, on, make up your minds. What, has the Premier League never seen small clubs before? Burnley weren't exactly a big club when they came up. You know, lots of clubs, you know, been small. Stoke weren't massive anymore. Bolton, these clubs. You know, you still got a chance like someone like Huddersfield are going to come up. And, you know, Huddersfield are not a big club at the end of the day. You know, you know they were okay, but they're not, they're not regarded as a big club at all. You know, they've been... You know, this season they've been absolutely ridiculed. So everyone's written them off all year. So I think, um, yeah, no, it was good to see, and it was also good to see Sheffield United get beaten as well. Because I'm not, I don't dislike Sheffield United, but again, that's that Yorkshire League. That's what there I'm you go. Next. So it's it's good. It's good for us. So yeah. So now good good shit, Steve. Liking your massive chain of Watford players on there. You probably <laughs> could have had more, and if we'd have let you have more than five, I, I bet. But you know. We we can't just do that, you know. Rules are rules, so yeah, we don't want to don't want to be a stickler, but we've got to do that. I'm afraid. So so yeah, but now good shit list. We've still got one more shit list to come at the end of the season, obviously. So we'll look forward to to seeing the Michael Keane shit list feature one last time. So yeah, uh, we'll have to look for a new sponsor of it for next season, probably, won't we? We, we, we will do, mate. Yeah, we can decide that at the end of season awards. So yeah, so next. The North versus South Mini League and Cup updates. So, obviously, this is the people who joined our podcast league. Heath, I believe you're going to give us the lowdown on how the league's going, and then I'll be doing the Cup. So, what, what's happened in the league so far this game week? I believe yeah. there's a really good man who's leading the game week at the moment, the top load. Yeah, I, I, there's there's not too much to really go to, to get too crazy about. I mean, the only thing is the potential of what could happen rather than what has actually happened. So... You know, I'm not going to go into too much detail down the bottom. There's not much. The only thing I would say is Joe Hadley on a... That's got to be a record. We score even for a shit team, that. Yeah, he, his team is made up of Luke Shaw, Twan Zabi, Jaden Sancho, who all didn't play this week. Oh, and Fernandez. So I got four Man United players in there. I guess Twan Zabi came back from his loan or something. I'm not too yeah, sure how he's done that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> The league, the, the game's got to look into that. We've got um, we've got a crisis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it didn't even kind of like hit me until. I, I think this guy must have said about Man United, ex Man United players because he's got Lukaku, he's got Williams, he's got uh, he's got Keane, he's got Ben Foster. So he must he must just like Man United a lot. Yeah, because he's a Man United fan. There you go. So anyway, uh, Fernandez didn't play. Mount is his backup cap, uh, vice captain. 
Tony got him two points. Luca Dean and Ward Prowse are going to come on for, with eight points. So his, his three points is really 11 points. But so <laughs> well played, sir. Um, yeah, El Badger Poopers, eight points, rubbish. Then work, let's work our way up the league. So you better check yourself in 46 so far. He's having a good week. I think he, yeah, he had Jared Bowen, Harry Kane as captain, Cucurella with four points. So he's he's had a, a good week. Considering from on the southern section, then we say Edison's, uh, Edison volleys, Sean Boyle, 51 points. He's got triple captain on Richarlison, 36 points. Good shout. Watkins, eight points. So he's he's I mean it's really just one player, but you know, to be fair, he's still done the he's still made the right yeah. decision there. Brad Atteridge, four hours of time now. Bench boost been played with Charleston Captain Watkins as well. James Madison with those lucky 15 points at what for gifted them. Um he he has got um well he had the Bravka on the bench, which is a bit of a shame, but I oh, know he's played his bench boost. So there you go. The Bravka did get him to seven points. So Happy days. Although, again, I don't like the fact he's plays bench boost and he's got Kilman who's not playing and Duffy's not playing. What's the point, mate? You might as well have brought them in, you know, like made more transfers and given yourself more to look forward to. So that's a bit of a stinker. Then let's move up. Ashton Horner, 46 points. Aignori and Matip, two, two, uh, two players who got 11 points each. Kane as captain, so he's done well there. So obviously all these guys have all these teams pretty much got players to play. Paul Ponder, Sancho, 46 points. Vardy, captain, gifted goals, obviously. Kane, seven points. So, and then we go higher in the league. And yeah, as you said it, State, Northern Super Kings, 67 points. We've told you about this team, obviously. Gifted those Madison and Vardy goals and points. And Matip and Pookie, to be fair. Pookie's been a good shout for you, isn't he? Yeah, Pookie's been a right shout. I mean... Cheap, he plays every game week. I don't, don't think, I think he's missed one game, not started one game all season, Pookie, you know. So, and, um, you know, he's got 11 goals this season. So, I think, you know, it's, you know, Norwich going down, surely someone's going to come in for him, you know, because, you know, he, he got 11 goals in his last season in the Premier League as well. I know he started better. It's this season, I think he's spread him a little bit more. But I think 11 goals for a struggling team like Norwich, you have struggled all season. I don't think that's a bad going. I think he's he's shown plenty enough to for the team who stay up to be looking. I mean, you know, Brighton needs someone who can put the ball in the back of the net. Why don't you look at Puke? You know, yeah, um, good shot, mate. You know, anyone who stays up, who's got who needs another striker, look at Puke. You know, he's he's got to be someone that teams have got to be looking at. West Ham need another striker to go with Antonio to play alongside him or be a summon who they can split the time with if they get Europe again. What about hey, Pookie? I'm I'm calling I'm calling it Emmanuel Dennis. There you go. That's who the, that's who West Ham are going to sign in the summer. Calling it here yeah. first. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah. But no, you're right, you're right. Timu Pookie is, is he, if you give him a better team, he, he's shown signs of being a finisher. He, he might have yeah. a better chance. It's probably time for him to move on. He's, he's worked hard as well this season a lot more, I think. You know, I probably didn't think he did as well the piece season he was in Premier League but I think this season when I've seen the Norwich games I think he's always looked dangerous and threatening he's running channels I think you know he's probably definitely got to be angling for a move you know back into the Premier League this season or, or something so yeah agreed mate agreed well top three obviously as we said the, the top three Kevin Bernard Crucible FC FPL Lion Connor Tobin and MM uh, Mike Matthews it, it's it's 
really kind of all four, all three of them have got 40 odd points. But the one thing is, unfortunately for Mike Matthews, is that, well, it looks like Connor Tobin and Kevin Barnard have left the free hit, as in this is for Connor. He's got his free hit play being played, and you know he's still got a few players to play, obviously. And then you've got Kevin Bernard, who's who's held back on his bench boost. I mean, it has it has you know he's done okay off of it, really. Could have been better. Connor's Connor could catch him if he things has a good one, couldn't he? Though I think it because Connor, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it looks like Kevin's to a certain extent without realizing it, waste his bench boost because of the Liverpool players not playing and. Laporte and Shah only getting one point each, Foster not getting it, basically getting zero points. So it's not worked out for his bench boost, but he's still got quite a few players to play. Connor, like you say, if, if Ings goes crazy, which we're keeping our fingers crossed he does, then um, mm. he, he's got a chance. He has got a chance. And I think I think for Mike Matthews, he's gone with a, a bit of a left field choice with Wilfred Zaha's captain. Harvey Barnes got him 16 points, which is a really good shout, obviously. And so, you know, to be honest, he could go either way, but Right now, I'm kind of looking at Kevin and Connor, really, still, unfortunately. Yeah. He's still at the moment, rather with the um, Kevin and than, than Connor, though, at the moment. But then again, these, the, the Thursday games could just change that all of a sudden. That's right. And so, so just to kind of like, uh, obviously, as it's a podcast, you, know, you haven't got a video to see. So Kevin Bernard is on uh, 2,412 points. Connor Tobin's on 2,387 points. And Mike Matthews is on... 2380 points it's very very close at the top and uh, it's definitely going into the last game week of the season so it's really really exciting the bottom of the league is not so exciting because they're basically all pretty much given up so yeah so we move on to the cup though well our semi-final pitted four teams at different places in in the league as well to be fair we've got someone near the top someone near the bottom and then two Little mid-table stragglers, basically. So that that's how it how it's worked out. So bit bit of a nice draw for for Mike Matthews in the cup. To be honest with you, he's playing against Eddie Moran. So Eddie at the moment on twenty two points. He's he's got some people to play still. He's got three Chelsea players: Aspilicueta, Rudiger, and Lukaku. He's got his captain Conor Gallagher to still play another game. The only bad thing that's going to really happen is he's got Bowen at his first sub on 14 points. Now, Bowen's not going to come on for him unless Lukaku doesn't play because Regulon didn't play and he played a back three. He's got a red. So he's got a minus two coming in with Ben White as well, which is just absolute. Well, not what you need in a semi-final. So unless Lukaku holds, he needs Lukaku to get the fuck off the pitch and not bother turning up at the, the ground today so he can get 14 <laughs> points there. And then he needs Rudiger and Aspilicueta to get clean sheets. And he needs Connor to, to do some business for him because that he's on 22, but Mike Matthews is on 39 at the moment. He took a four-point hit by making two transfers. He's still got Zaha to play. He's got Kasper Schmeichel. He didn't play that first game, Kasper Schmeichel, so he might be hoping he might do something. He's got Holgate, Digny, Anderson, Taylor all to play again. Uh, Van Dijk, uh, Harvey Barnes as well. Van Dijk will come out for Veghorst, who's got one point and another game at play. So, you know, I think it's looking like Mike's got this on, under control unless, yeah, unless Eddie's, Eddie can hope that Lukaku don't play on, unless he hauls and Conor Gallon needs to really haul for him as well. So I think all's looking good for the favourite there in, in that one. Um, but we're all rooting for you, Eddie. We're all rooting, son. Come on, yeah, lad. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I'll tell you why he's especially rooting for him because he's in the other semi final. Um, and there is nothing he would like more than to win whatever the reveal is going to be because there's a, that's the only reason we, he's brought a reveal into the cup in because he's got a chance of winning it, I think. So, and, 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 and you know, he's laughing because it's true. He's not laughing because I'm telling false things, he's laughing because it is very true. He has actually, so he's playing. He's, he's, he's um, Southern All-Stars are playing against Ben Marion's Mazda's King of Le- Gary 11. I won't call you your nickname, Big Big Ben, because I've been told that he'll get edited out, so we won't do that this week. But um, the score has been so far, so he's on uh, 26 points. Um, he's, um, he's on 30, but he took a four-point hit, so he's on 26 in the head-to-head. He's got people to play, though. He needs, he's got plenty of people playing again. You know, he's got three, four, five, six, seven, eight players to play again um so there's a really good chance that he's gonna increase that point scoring um to be, to be honest with you um so that's what he's gonna be on ben he's on 30 points he's on 34 but again he made two transfers for this game week he's done well he's got kane as captain 14 he's still got ollie watkins to play he's got our man he's got our man josh brownhill playing go on son go on josh he's got zaha he's got alonso justin michelenko still to play Coming off his bench, he has got at least he's got three points coming off his bench. He's got Nketiah and Zach and Zaka are going to come on for Diaz and Robertson because they didn't play at all. Um, so he has got three points, which will put him up to thirty-three for the time being. But it's still all to play for in this game. Um, I probably put you down a slight favourite, Heath, because I think you've you know you've got there more players still to play. It could be a close one in, in that one. So yeah, thing we'll see what see what happens. I mean. Come on, guys. We can't. I mean, as much as I'd like to see he get to the final, don't want to run the risk of him winning the final. Okay, because he's got a triple <laughs> captain in that final. Nothing would give me greater pleasure than he making the final and losing by a devastating one point. That'd be the best outcome possible. But there's too much risk in that outcome with him having a triple captain. So, come on, Big Ben. You, you take this, take this to the hole, boy. Boy, take it to the hole. For the people who are curious and have kind of held on all this time in the podcast to kind of work out what this exclusive is. Here we go. The box is being opened. This is what the winner is going to receive. It's a cup. <laughs> or uh, a North versus South podcast cup, guys. It is a fantastic cup. It's got the logo on it. It's, to be fair, people treasure this cup. It's, and it, has, it's actually, it is actually a cup. So there it's you go. A it's a cup. <laughs> Some people call it a mug. Yeah, I, I think I think what's probably a good idea is for, for us to order a second one for the league winner. So whoever wins the league will receive this as well. And uh, what I'll do is I'll get that sent straight to their dress rather than sent to, sent to mine. So the cup winner, the league winner will both win a North versus South FPL podcast mug. And um, yeah, they can, they can enjoy themselves. They can have a nice cup of tea while they look back at the memories of them being successful in life for 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 that period of time so there you go guys there it is the carrot on the end of the stick if you thought for a second that we were going to allow you to go away empty-handed after you've won our league or our cup you were sorely mistaken (laughs) oh it's all very exciting for the game week 38 isn't it yeah definitely and we'll look forward to seeing who gets into the final of that and yeah it's um it's it's all going well really to be fair yeah, I think I think it's now it's now a good time to to, to move on to the final game of the season. Uh, our predictions, what we believe will happen, 
it's probably a good time now for us to kind of put our money where our mouth is and actually let's get our predictions out there. So we'll start off with the European places because let's be honest, no one really gives a shit, do they? <laughs> I mean, it's always <laughs> the same themes and they, they always go out early. These, I mean, I guess that the first one is the Europa League. Again, no one cares about the the, the Jaffa Kate League, wherever it is. So, the, yeah, the Conference League. So you've got, it looks like it's going to be West Ham, Manchester United. So what are we thinking, mate? I think Man United are going to have the Conference League spot in seventh place. I feel West Ham are going to get a win this game week. And I feel United will... Brighton away, um, mate. Yeah, I fancy West Ham. I think against, you know, I know Brighton have hit a bit of form, but I think West Ham will, you know, they looked, you know, against Man City, they'll take confidence from that. I think they'll want to still, you know, get a get a result. And if West Ham win, United, I think, will draw at Palace and West Ham have a better goal difference. So I'm going with West Ham to, to finish in sixth place and Man United to finish in seventh place. Bold, bold. But unfortunately, mate, I'm going to disagree. I think United will do enough at Crystal Palace and I think that they will hold on to sixth place. I'm sure that they'll be extremely happy with that after a disaster of a season. So, yeah, so you're going for West Ham to finish sixth. I'm going to go for Manchester United. The next one we have is the Arsenal versus Spurs Champions League race. And obviously two points in it. Spurs have got a better goal difference, considerably better goal difference. So what are we thinking, mate? Yeah, I just can't see Spurs um, losing at Norwich. To be oh, they're, they're away at Norwich. They're not even at home. Yeah, yeah okay. no, Spurs away at Norwich and... You know, Spurs are good away from them. You know, their counter-attacking style. And I just, yeah, I'm sorry, Norwich. You know, I know you got a good point against um, Wolves to, and you might want to send your fans off home happy. The way you can send your fans off home happy is by not getting too badly battered. And the other way you could send you send this particular football fan, aka me, happy is by not letting Humming Song go crazy on you. Because Heafy will be playing him as his triple captain. I'll put I'll put money on that. Um, and if he doesn't put him on, it'll be Harry Kane. So just stop them two. Just injure them slightly, not too much, because we need Harry Kane for the World Cup next season. So, um, um, but um, yeah, if you want to just give him a little brush off, then that's fine. So you're so, you're yes. going to go with Tottenham to to win, right? Yes, yeah. Spurs will get the win. I think Arsenal will probably beat Everton as well, which um, I think he'll. You know, which will, I mean, they can't finish lower than fifth anyway. So I think Arsenal will get the fifth spot. Spurs will finish fourth. I agree, mate. I think, you know, before this last game week, I thought that Arsenal were guaranteed to get it. But I think what's going to happen is it will be that Spurs will win against Norwich fairly comfortably and Arsenal will basically run right against Everton. But yeah, I think I think they'll both both win their games and I think Spurs will will, will get there get there get into fourth place which yeah realistically is probably would have been more interesting if if Arsenal got something against Newcastle for that last game because Norwich obviously because uh, yeah. Spurs obviously had the easier game so okay so then we move on to the the relegation so what what we're thinking so we've got Everton on 36 Leeds on 35 and Burnley on 34 honestly it's brilliant isn't it how close it is yeah. between the three of them yeah, I mean, I think relegation. Burnley, and sorry, just to, just before we go into this, Burnley and Everton have still got to play one more game. 
So yeah. it, it could be very different. It, Leeds could be in the relegation zone come, you know, game week 38 on Sunday. So we'll yeah. never know. I, I think I'm, I think Burnley are going to go down. Um, I think Burnley will get a point in one, their ne- in one of their two next games. I don't, I don't know if it'll be against Villa. I think Villa will probably beat them. And then their last game of the season, Burnley, is um, at home at Newcastle. I think they'll get a point out of that game, which will move up to 35, which will put them above Leeds. But I think Leeds will get something at Brentford. I don't think they might, they might not win it, but I think they'll get something at Brentford, to be fair. I don't know what it is. That just makes me think that. I, I hope they don't. I'd love to see them go down personally, but I fancy Leeds to get a point. And if they get a point, Burnley would need to get a win to go above. I just don't see Burnley winning any of their last two games. I think they'll lose one and, and draw one. Everton, I think they'll get at least a point against Palace, um, which will, you know, I think will be enough for them. And they might even get a win against Palace if they keep 11 men on the pitch. And who knows? But um, I think Everton will survive. And I think Burnley will be going down. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but that's how I see things. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree, mate. Uh, I, I, a couple of weeks ago, I did I did shout out. I, I did think Burnley was... I thought Leeds would get something out of someone and they did in the end get something out of Brighton. Uh, last minute goal. I mean, that, that to be fair, I, I, you've got to love football when that happens. Last minute oh, header. Yeah. Was it over the line? Drama. Referee gives it. The fans go crazy. you got to love that. But it's a shame it happened for Leeds. But basically, I, I, what I'm thinking is I reckon that Burnley won't get anything in the next two games. I think Leeds and Everton will both get stuffed in the last game of the season and it will be depressing to think of how poor they've both been, but they've both stayed up. You look at their goal difference, it's just Leeds have conceded, conceded 78 goals. Only Norwich have conceded more. That's that's shocking really, isn't it? But yeah. they'll stay Only up, more. unfortunately. Yeah. They've yeah, only conceded one less than Norwich. Exactly. And and then finally the 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 the, the well actually no not finally sorry no I'm not going to undersell the the nutmeg situation so uh, yeah. they got the title title chasing so what what do you think for the title City they're not gonna they're not gonna mess this up at home to Villa not a chance I mean just can't see it happening I think they'll I think they'll win two 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 three nil probably get it get the, get it over the line thing what we see you know they've since. Getting knocked out of the Champions League. Obviously, everyone were there sort of thinking, oh, they're going to unravel now. Well, nah, they haven't unraveled. You know, they've gone and spanked a few teams and then they've come back from 2 0 down against West Ham, who, you know, to, and let's be honest, West Ham at home against the big sides this season have done well. You know, they beat Liverpool earlier in the season. They've, you know, they've really sort of caused problems. And City just showed that mentality by coming back and, and doing that. I just don't see them, them slipping and they'll, They'll get the title. Liverpool, they'll they'll give Wolves a pumping, I'm sure, as well, you know, to finish their seat, their Premier League season off. I think they'll win comfortably. Um, but they'll they'll end up a, a point shy. Mate, I'm I'm gonna call this, right? I'm gonna say that Man City Villa, I think Villa will go one nil up, and I think Danny yeah. Ings or Coutinho will score it. There'll be the whole Liverpool rhetoric of how you know they're gonna basically help Liverpool to win the title. Liverpool will go one nil up against Wolves and be comfortable 2-0, 3-0 winners against Wolves or something like that. And then Man City will come back. They'll win 2-3, 4-1 or something like that. And then the, the title's over. So that, that's what I'm I'm predicting. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing right now maybe a penalty 
Watkins goes down under Laporte or <laughs> Zinchenko, and then Danny Ings steps up, scores it. Man City are, are crying their eyes out, thinking we've lost the title. I can't believe it's you know we've been top all this time, and then bang, a De Bruyne masterclass. You know he'll show his quality, and 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 Man City will find a way. There'll be a couple of goals that you know I I think if it's, it's, in a way it's a shame that both Liverpool and Wolves are both playing mid-table teams. You know, they, they, I tell you, the Premier League had to sort this out. I, I don't like the idea. I, I, how good would it be if, like, they were playing a but much each better other. team? Yeah, or each other, or, or a better team in the last game of the season, you know. Imagine that, how yeah. good that would be. But Getting playing each other. You know, let's, let's, let's assume Liverpool and City are probably going to be playing each other, being you know, the two favourites for the title next season, which I think is a fair assumption. Let's get them organised to be playing last game of the season. Let's at That's least give it a chance of that last game one team's got to do beat the other or you know the, the old Arsenal Liverpool thing back in 89 you know it's that you want to see something like that again that that'd be great I mean it still could be a, an absolute epic it could be another Aguero moment you know everyone thought you know City were playing against QPR in that game and it was just a foregone conclusion back then but it and it, it turned out not to be but I think yeah it'd be great to see them put put them against it. You know, I don't care about fixtures to stop dodge, you know, being dodgy with the fixtures. Put the best two teams against each other last game of the season and let's hope it, you know, it comes that way. It might not, but if you do it, at least it gives it a chance. Yeah, definitely, mate. So yeah, we we we've got that. So then we'll just we'll just quickly finish off with the the nutmeg uh, predictions. So who do you think is going to win the the who's going to who do you think is going to be the nutmeg champions of the Premier League? What the which team? Who do you think is going to win it in the end? Well, probably going to be um, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. You think it's Crystal Palace? Okay. Well, I can categorically tell you that not only have Watford won the Nutmeg League, they've also beaten they've also beaten PSG's record of sixty-two Nutmegs in a single season, and have now got sixty-six plus. Because the last time I saw this was probably a couple of weeks ago. So sixty-six plus. Nutmegs against. Is this Nutmegs against? No, Nutmegs four. <laughs> Nutmegs four. It really does show the kind of players that we've got in our team where we can get an element of quality there, but they just can't finish their dinner and they can't, they can't keep a clean sheet either. So the Nutmeg champions is done and dusted. I know you guys are worried about that and you think so. I can't believe it's finished. It is disappointing it's finished, but Watford have claimed that. There's no one in the top, I think in the top five major European competitions that can get close now so Watford have won that there'd have to be a miracle of like something like 20 30 nutmegs in one game which is not going to happen and Watford would have to not actually get nutmeg themselves which is still on the cards given that they are champions of that nutmeg league so a bit depressing to finish on that you know something that's already set in stone but Watford will be getting the nutmeg trophy this year so it's not all the Watford it's not all the kind of bad news for them so you know, Watford fans have got something to cheer about. I don't see Luton Town winning that. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll 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 finally get off of the predictions with with a quick North versus South prediction. So we're basically which which team from the North or the South will win. First up, we've got Arsenal versus Everton. Who are you going with, Heath? Uh, it's, it's a South for me. Yeah, home win as well. I'm I'm thinking, you know, definitely. Then we've got Brentford versus. Leeds, I'm going with a draw. I think Leeds are going to get something out of that game. I'm going to go south again. Brentford to win. 
Loan win for Heath then. Then we've got Palace Man United. I think I'll go for North on that one. United to get a win. I'm going to go for a draw. Going for another draw there. Yeah, be nice, nice score draw going on off there. Leicester Southampton. I'm going to go with a home win. Yeah, I'll, I'll join you on that. So another Northern win. And then we've got City versus Villa. I think we've already kind of both agreed on that, right? Yeah, I think we have. Yeah. Both and I think we've all <laughs> agreed on the last one as well. Yeah, no, Spurs, I think that'll be in a, an away win um, for, for us both. So, yeah, I think um, that goes without saying. So, we've got a few which are different, though. The uh, Brentford Leeds and uh, the Palace United games are the ones where we've, we've gone for sort of different results. So, that, that's where the differential could be for, for that one. So, see how it goes in the last game of the season. Yeah, I think you've, you know, You've won the majority of weeks when we've done this, but you know we've got a, we've got a chance for a result this time round. See see what happens. So so yeah, good good stuff. It just brings us on to now our game week preview for the final game week of the season. Game week thirty eight. Everything to play for. Heath, all we need to know is is it Sun or is it Kane as your triple captain? It is going to be Sun at the moment. It will be Sun. I think it it makes sense to go with Son. He he's although Kane Kane has a has a kind of like something in him that at the end of the season, last game of the season, yeah. it does seem to bang quite a few. So he he well, kind of does give well, me a little five bit against Paul a few years ago. And I think doesn't he didn't he score a few against Not, uh, Newcastle as well a while back now. But mm-hmm. basically, it's going to be Son. So my only transfer I'm probably going to make is I'm I'm looking at my goalkeepers and they're playing. Martinez is playing Man City away and Foster's playing Chelsea away. So that's the only transfer I can really see quite clearly right now is potentially taking out Martinez and bringing in another keeper. Who I bring in, I don't know. I've got all my three Chelsea defenders, Azpilicueta, James and Alonso. So I can't bring in yeah. Chelsea. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, it's not a bad shout. Brentford will give um, Leeds a spanking. So, you know, put your money where your mouth is and bring in... 4.3 million goalkeeper, pal. Yeah, not, not a bad shout, mate. Um, my midfield comprises of Zaha against Man United at home, Saka, Everton at home, Sun, as I said, Norwich away with a triple captain, Bowen, Brentford away, Kulazeski, obviously Norwich, hopefully he'll be fit for that one. Uh, Luca Tony slash Ivan Tony, he'll be playing Leeds at home, and then Sir <laughs> Harold of Kane will be playing Norwich. And then my bench has at the moment, like I say, Foster, Ings, Dean and Anderson. So Anderson will be my third sub and that will be my team. I mean, it, it really, I don't think I need to overcomplicate it. There are a couple of, I mean, like, I'll tell you what, Danny Welbeck, you seen his form recently? He's been yeah, he's, pretty good. I, I could potentially maybe, maybe bring him in. I don't know, just for sentimental reasons. No, I'm not going to, because it's not about sentiment. It's about getting results, about winning. And I want to yeah. win this. So, yeah, that, that's my team at the moment. And like I said, the only transfer I probably will make is, is a goalkeeper coming in. I potentially, I suppose I could potentially bring in Ramsdale for Arsenal. Or, mm, yeah, maybe, maybe that, that, that could be a, a good shout, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's no one else really that stands out. But I could, like I say, right, Ray at Brentford's not a bad shot. I do, I do see Leeds scoring, though. Although, what I said earlier, I do see Leeds getting a goal because they do have some fight in them. But um, I'm not sure how much fight, fight they do. So, how about yourself, mate? What are we looking at? Well, 
yeah, it's tricky. I'm obviously, I've got a free transfer. I mean, I suppose I've got to be, you know, I've got to be sort of waiting and see what the numbers are looking like. You know, Virgil van Dijk, is he going to play this game week? Because he's in my side. He's the only one who's on a yellow sort of mark. He's got 75% chance of winning. You know, is he going to play? I hope so, because I do think Liverpool keep a clean, two, a clean sheet and I've got him and Matip then hopefully to do that for me. So Van Dijk is definitely, you know, the, the one where I'm probably looking at a transfer. I ain't got any chips to play, so it's, uh, you know, straight out of 11. So at the moment I've got Edison, Cancelo, Van Dijk and Matip. Cross midfield, Damari Gray, Mane, De Bruyne, Madison, Anthony Gordon, Vardy and Puke as my strikers. Probably, I've got Collins on the bench. I mean, if Van Dyke's fit, obviously I'll leave him be. And then I've I've got 1.8 million in the bank, you see. So I'll be getting rid of an Everton player, probably. And then looking what I can do with that. Um, I've got, already got three City and Liverpool players in there. I suppose my, if Van Dyke's unfit, I could take him, him out. I could then bring in maybe Yotta. Um, I fancy maybe Yotta to start. I think Yotta Mane and Diaz will probably start in the, the last game for Liverpool. So that's an option. Oh, I could go big if I want. And I could bring Van Dijk out and just bring in Trent because I've got the money in the bank if I wanted to. So, yeah, there's options. It's, I'm a bit torn at the moment. I think it's going to rely on that Van Dijk thing, to be honest with you. I think, you know, I could go out with so get If Vardy plays against Chelsea, will he start against Southampton? I think he probably will. But if he gets injured in that time, then I could always get him out and I could always bring him... CR seven for the last game of the season if I wanted to. You know, I've got like I said, I've got options and it's gonna depend on what happens. But I think yeah, there isn't gonna be any drastic changes. I'm I'm not thinking of making like two changes here. I'm just gonna make a straight free transfer trade and, and that'll that'll probably be it, I guess. Captain could be Vardy or Marnie or De Bruyne. It'd be between them three. Yeah, that's a good team, mate. I, honestly, player for player, your team is miles ahead of mine but it's all about the points and that's yeah. where it's very different you don't win this game on paper our plan was we wanted to do a live podcast for the last game of the season but because of my stag do the fact is that we'll be in no state at all um, to, to, to do anything on Sunday let alone a live podcast so I think you have to forgive us on that maybe that'll be for next season maybe we'll, we'll, we'll attempt that and I think realistically what we're going to have to do is just look at the idea of, of trying to keep you updated on Twitter or something like that. Yeah, trying to do some live feeds. Something something like that. We'll, we'll see. It's just, it really does depend. Post us teams. We will yeah. post our teams and um, on before kickoff at 2.30 on, on the Sunday. So we will we will put them out there once the um, the deadline comes in. Is deadline 2.30 for the game week? The games kick off at 4, that's it, isn't it? Games kick off at 4, so... Yeah, we'll get some out there on the on the on the Twitter pages and and whatnot, and then yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll put some in-game updates on there hopefully. Yeah, and if you want to catch us on Twitter, the Twitter handle for North versus South is at FPL NVS. States is at FPL underscore Northerner, and mine is at FPL Southerner. One other exclusive, I mean, you know, these things come in freeze, right? So another exclusive is coming up. We might have hinted at it before, but we're we're going to do a collaboration with the Big at the Back podcast next week. And we'll be basically doing a review of the season, kind of getting that out there and giving you our, our 
what we think of how the FPL season's gone and the, the guys from the bigger at the back will be obviously providing their opinion. I think we'll, we'll see how that goes in the sense of like, we're very, very excited to do a, a collab with, with, with anyone yeah. really, but it is, these guys are, are top guys. We've, we've obviously reviewed their podcast earlier in the season, really liked it. And, you know, kind of they've, they've been very complimentary of ours too. So we've, we've got a bit of a, uh, a podcast friend. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to have, you know, so this is like, you know, something we've been looking forward to. It's something we've not done before. So, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but very much looking forward to it. We'll also release obviously our own podcast after that, probably after that, given again, that the, we, we won't really have an opportunity. We're recording, we're big in the back on Monday and we won't probably have an opportunity to record on Sunday. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, yeah, all I'm going to say to you guys is a lot riding on this game week, game week 38. Everyone looks forward to this last game week. It's always a bit crazy. There's plenty of goals, plenty of talking points. It all happens so yeah. quickly. And all I say to you is enjoy it. If you're playing in head-to-heads, you know, you're up against rivals, guys, trying to get in their heads, you know, try and kind of manipulate their minds to make them think that, that player that they're thinking about captain is going to be useless on the last game. Make up stuff, you know, just get in their heads. It's, it's where yeah. you win. It's where you win FPL. You know, you win it just without kicking the ball sometimes. So, you know, try and try to do everything. Also, if you're second in your leagues, take risks. What have you got to lose? There's nothing happening after this game week. Don't sit take back and think take, I'd rather finish second than third. Take a risk, you know, yeah. go there. Do something bold. You get re- recognised for being bold than you do for playing it safe. That's 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 for sure. So I'll say this final thing, guys. The season's been incredible. Really loved it. Every single podcast, every single game week comes down to this last one. State and I, it's all on the line, mate. I have to say to yes. you, good luck. I uh, good luck to you, and genuinely good luck to you, mate. It's been a pleasure this season, and I really, really hope that we both have a good game week. We finished on a high and it honestly, mate, it couldn't have gone any better in my mind. You know, let's see how it goes. Good luck. I don't wish you any such luck. <laughs> but I've enjoyed the season, but I do not wish you luck at all. I need this title. <laughs> I want this title. Mate, you it need you luck. need that luck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I'm not wishing you any such luck. I wish you luck at surviving your stag do on Saturday, which I will make a point of hurting you so badly that I might be able to sneak your phone off you, make a load of changes, and you <laughs> and you won't wake up until at 20 to 4 on the on the Sunday and then and then you'll be like, oh it's too late. Who's my captain? Oh no, it's I've triple captain someone stupid like Anderson at Palace. <laughs> that'd be that'd be the best. But yeah, we'll see. Awesome, awesome, mate. Awesome. Been a pleasure, been a pleasure. And hopefully, like he said, everyone enjoy the final game week. And yeah, if you're in, if you're in those leagues and fighting for something, yeah, now's the time to, 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 be, to make a move. Okay, guys. Well, good luck. That's all from us. And we will see you next week.